I will hit record also. Yay. All right. Look at us. Yeah, here we are again. Another episode of Eyes Forward March with uh, this guy uh, who uh, is still Sergeant Seagar, like he always has been. And uh, the new and improved, but yet still old, Senor Bacon. Yes, Senor. <laughs> Senora. Or no, Senor. Not, not no, with no, an no A. A. No, no A, yeah. No A. Senor. Oh, man. Oh, hey, hold on real quick. We got to clap. All right. This is Bacon. He, he just keeps on clapping. I, I like the three claps. Yeah. The three well-spaced claps. Yeah. No, I get it. I Yeah. Well, uh, it's been freaking hectic lately, man. Uh, last week, I had to... Uh, uh, not quite last minute, but pretty close to last minute, uh, work-related trip out of state for a week. Yeah. Yeah. And that, how was your time out of state? Uh, it was good. I mean, it could have been better like always, but for what it was and, you know, not to get into any details or anything like that, uh, for what it was and the time constraints that were put on it and how the organizers put it together, I think it turned out really well. Yeah. And uh yeah, I walked away with uh some additional knowledge, which was really good. Uh that makes it worth it. Yeah. Uh but uh because that last minute trip kind of took out all week last week, uh yeah, we're we could have recorded this episode a week ago. And here we are. Uh just got done recording a pandemic that goes out Monday. It was supposed to go out last Thursday, and then here we are recording and I think this goes out Wednesday. Yeah. Whenever I get to it. Whenever, yeah, like, shit above. Good thing I'm off tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm tired. Uh, we had, uh, I, I, I got home Friday night, and then Saturday morning, the wife and I went uh, kind of to uh, sort of eastern Iowa, not quite real far east, but east compared to where we live. And uh, we did okay. a little ghost hunting adventure. So that was a oh. late night. And I got back this morning, and uh, we did not sleep well. We stayed in a hotel, uh, but it, it uh, smelt horrible. The beds were uncomfortable, uh, and we just wanted to get out of there. So I, I wanted to sleep all day, and uh, I didn't because I knew that if I went to sleep, I would not have woken up until tomorrow. Did you hit up that uh, ice cream shop out there in Iowa? Uh, I didn't hit up an ice cream shop. So Okay. Next time you get out to Eastern Iowa, you have to do that. Yeah. I'll figure out what it's called and send it to you one day. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Man, it has just been nonstop. Uh, trying to think what's happened in the interim here. I had drill at one point. My daughter's <laughs> on the swim team. <laughs> yeah, I had drill at one so, point. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember if that was last week or two weeks. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Work is just a madhouse. Um, and then, so drill must have been last weekend because this weekend was the last, the final weekend of the youth deer hunt. And so we went out Friday with my daughter and Saturday and we got rained out both days. And let's see, my son was supposed to start his Eagle project, but again, that got rained out. 
And then today he found himself a snowmobile. So he drove out like an hour west. Bought, he bought a snowmobile. And oh, dang. Brought that back. And yeah. So it's it was it's been intense. I thought you didn't like snowmobiles. I don't. No. He bought it for him. Oh, okay. I made him buy his own. There you go. Uh, I got a topic that we could talk about, but I don't know if you have military history. I do, but okay. we can still talk about your topic. Well, we usually do military history first, and I don't want to break tradition. I mean, we can do what we want. I know. Yeah, we indeed we can. I'm going to play that beautiful bean footage. It's not even bean footage. It's just, well, you know what it sounds like. It's time for military history. All right. This is uh, going out September 27th, starting in 1777. Lancaster, Pennsylvania, is the capital of the United States for one day as Congress pauses there following the evacuation of Philadelphia. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. New news to me too. For one whole day. <laughs> one day. And knowing how government moves, <laughs> I don't really know if anything really happened. Did anything ever happen? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. And me either. Uh moving on to 1939, 140,000 Polish soldiers are taken prisoner by the German invaders. As Warsaw, which is the capital of Poland, surrenders to the superior mechanized forces of Hitler's army. The old shithead. <laughs> the Poles fought bravely, but were able to hold for only 26 days. On the heels of its victories, the Germans began a systematic program of terror, murder, and cruelty, executing members of Poland's middle and upper classes, doctors, teachers, priests, landowners, businessmen, were all rounded up and killed. That That's messed up. Oh, yeah. This whole thing was really fucked up. Then the Nazis had given this operation uh, the benign-sounding name Extraordinary Pacification Action. The Roman Catholic Church, too, was targeted because it was possible it was a possible source of dissent and counterinsurgency in one west poland church alone 214 priests were shot wow hundreds of thousands of more polish were driven from their homes and relocated east as the germans settled into the vacated areas this was all part of the old shithead's master plan Back in August, Dipshit warned his own officers that he was preparing Poland for that which, quote, would not be to the taste of German generals, including rounding up the Polish Jews into ghettos as a prelude to, the, to their liquidation. All roads were pointing to Auschwitz. Wow. Yeah, go ahead. I was just, I heard some terms in there that I thought were newer terms. 
but apparently they're not. Uh, you know, like counter terrorism or well, there's always been coin, right? Right. Yeah. Again, on September 27th of 1940, the Axis powers formed as Germany, Italy, and Japan became allies with the signing of the Tri-Party, Tripartite Pact in Berlin. Um, basically, yeah, that's really all I want to say about that. <laughs> I'm going to have to look yeah. up a few of those words before I comment. Moving on to uh, September 27th of 1963, Lee Harvey Oswald visited the Cuban consulate in Mexico. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. And then in 1964, the Warren Commission report on the assassination of President John F. Kennedy is released after a 10-month investigation concluding that there was no conspiracy in the assassination, either domestic or international, and that Lee Harvey Oswald, the alleged assassin, acted alone. The Presidential Commission, headed by Supreme Court Justice Earl Warren, hence Warren, uh, Warren Report, also found that Jack Ruby, the nightclub owner who murdered Oswald on live national television, had no prior contact with Oswald. According to the report, the bullets that killed President Kennedy and injured Texas Governor John Connolly were fired by Oswald in three shots from a rifle pointed out the 6th floor window in the Texas School Book Depository. Oswald's life, including his visit to the Soviet Union, was described in detail, but the report made no attempt to analyze his motives. Despite its seemingly firm conclusions, the report failed to silence conspiracy theories surrounding the event, and in 1978, the House Select Committee on Assassinations concluded in a preliminary report that Kennedy was, quote, probably assassinated as a result of a conspiracy, end quote, and that may have involved multiple shooters and organized crime, the committee's finding, as with the findings of the Warren Commission, continue to be wild, widely disputed. Uh, that was long-winded. And didn't you start off with they said there was no conspiracy? The Warren Commission said no oh. conspiracy. In 1964. And then in 1978, the Senate Committee Select on Assassinations. There's, oh, there's a whole committee. But not on... Oh, yeah, of course. There's a Senate committee on everything except on how to shut, not shut the government down. <laughs> Fuckers. Got nothing to do with their life except do shit, and they don't. Mm. Well. But anyways, no. that was the end of it. Hmm. Oh, of military history? Yeah. No. Shit. That's okay. That was military history.
that's actually funny that at the end of that you're like they have no they, they have no th- or what would you say uh they they have a committee for everything about how to not shut the government down that's actually the topic that i was gonna talk about oh nice look at that i didn't even know <laughs> i i will tell our uh our, our soft listeners here that uh, we we did not communicate at all. No, in the last week, other <laughs> than one text that says, "Want to record?" <laughs> no, let's do it Sunday. I'm in Alabama. To which I said, "Don't fuck your cousins." <laughs> I don't even remember how I replied, but uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, no, I was just gonna ask because it is that time of year. And this happens every year, every fucking year, every damn year uh, that we have to sit there and look at a potential government shutdown. And I I imagine you're probably more familiar with the government shutdowns or have maybe maybe you've been affected more by the government shutdowns. Um, The longest one that I have been involved with, it was 15 days. Okay, so. Basically, what happened was the government shut down. I think it was 14 days because I think they opened up on the 14th. So we got paid like normal. Okay. Yeah. So what's weird is, and I guess that's what I'm, I guess, you know, for those people that are interested in the guard opportunities that are out there for jobs and careers, whether it be AGR, ADOS, technician, and so on and so forth. This is a real thing. And I thought, being the time that this episode releases, why not talk about it? Because I work with a new AGR, young new AGR. First tour, which is your initial three years to see if you can make it. And uh, we were talking about it. And this soldier said, well, what is this? And so I explained it. Well, when government shuts down as an AGR, you continue to work, but you're not guaranteed to get paid on time. And so it's probably a good idea to put money away in your bank account, not like your normal savings account, but like maybe a side account somewhere else where you don't touch it because who knows? You may have a government shutdown and you might have to figure out how to pay your bills for a month or two months or three months. Who knows? So you should probably think about that. And so I didn't know if your thought process was similar to that or not. So kind of as a technician, we don't continue to work. Right. Unless you're considered essential, which Hey, if the units aren't working, then we're not working. And historically, so I missed the 14-day shutdown by like six months. Oh, okay. So the longest shutdown I ever had was that one that fell on a Friday. And then they signed the bill Sunday night. So I had to go back to work Monday. Yeah, and that was just, uh, wasn't that? That was just a few years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, And then... There was one two or three years ago where they signed the bill. We literally signed. So what happens for us, I'll say, I'll, I'll tell this part of the story to go back into that part. So what happens for us, they bring us all in. 
and you sign this thing called it's for an orderly shutdown. And so basically you sign this form saying that we understand we may or may not get paid once the government reopens. And then we just go home, shut the lights off, lock the gate. See you later. Right. Well, the last one we kind of suspected was going to get signed that same day. So we went over to Jimmy's and ate bacon and watched the news until it got signed. And it came back to work. Because some people are like, sweet, I don't have to work for who knows how long. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But you have to be able to pay your bills. Yes. Well, and that's what it comes down to, right, is we don't know when or if they're going to pass a budget for the federal uh, DOD Mm -hmm. or if they're going to do what they have been doing and do a continuing resolution. Right. Yeah. Now, what happened last year was no more continuing resolution. We want a budget. So they signed a budget that ran out or was running out. What my problem with all of this is, is these lawmakers, Senate and representatives and all of them, that's their whole life is to go to Washington, D.C. and make laws and budgets. But what they do is not that. They argue and they lobby and they do everything except their job. And Americans as a whole continue to reelect these same defective people to office. I would argue that if you were to be that state or whatever that elects new blood that you feel is going to go in there and be like, I ain't playing this old game. I'm here to kick butt, take names, blah, 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 blah. But as soon as they get in there, and they start receiving that nice paycheck and then they start like i feel like there's and i don't know because i'm not there so don't take anything that i say for gospel but i feel like there's some corruption in there that's just going to keep happening because that corruption is going to be like hey new guy let me work you into this deal because if i can get you on board with me that helps my agenda or my party or whatever right but think about it. If you were at, well, let's say you were at, uh, let's say you worked at the local gas station chain that we both have. We'll call it uh, Casey's. Okay. We'll call it yeah. that. A weird and name, but okay. I'm the, I'm the experienced cashier, and I bring you in. You, you're my new hire, and every night, I steal a little bit out of the, uh, the till. And I cut you in for it. Okay. Right. Like, how long does that particular uh, crime continue before we both get fired? Yeah, I mean that. That's and that's essentially what's happening, right? We've elected these people to do a job, right? Yeah. You're you're here to do this particular job. Yep. You're there to represent us. Yep. And. You go to Washington, D.C., and you sit on the bar stool upside down and enjoy that particular ride. And you lie 
and you don't do your job and you're expected to be reelected for not doing your job. Sure. Right? Well, I mean, you've also got it. I mean, here's my thing too, right? You can play both sides of the fence because you can sit there and sip the juice, uh, you know, north of Richmond. And uh, you can also still go back home to your state and be like, hey, this is what I'm doing, so on and so forth. So, I mean, there's that line that you can play. And if you're, some people are really good at it and they're, they're going to keep getting voted or elected because the people are like, yeah, this guy's active. He's communicating with me. He's, he's quote unquote transparent when then he goes back North and he's like you said, sitting upside down on the bar stools, sipping the juice. And sometimes you have those people who represent you that are there because we can't find anybody better than what we got. So I actually just had this uh, discussion with somebody about finding somebody better. And there's better people out there. 100%. Yeah. But they maybe did something in their past that they're not so proud of. Sure. And they don't want said thing, whatever it is, coming to the light and then being that particular thing, whatever it is, being weaponized. Let's say they stole a pack of bubble gum when they were seven. Ah, uh, okay. I, that's so minor, though. That's so minor. I mean, But they'll like, dig it up, yeah, and they'll say, well, if candidate, you know, Jones would steal a pack of bubble gum, what would he do to the American citizen? You know, they, they, they do that stuff. And they'll, they'll pull some random seven-year-old into this commercial and have them like pocket a pack of bubble yum. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I totally I get still that. Bubble I, yum. I understand that they're going to dig up something from the past because there's not too many people. I don't think at least I don't know too many people who haven't made a wrong decision in, in, in their lives. And so, Yes, it's going to be weaponized, but then that takes you, you, you as the person who's going to be like, I'm going to run, I'm going to stand up for you. You need to be the first person to come out and be like, hey, look, this is all the dirt on me. I'm going to be straightforward with you. I was a piece of crap kid. I made these mistakes. These are the things that I have done that I absolutely regret, uh, you know, and, and I have driven and changed my decision-making process based on these mistakes take it or not this is what it is but i'm don't don't let don't give them the don't put it in the closet and wait for them to weaponize it you know what i heard this on uh social media today and i don't remember who it was it was probably dave ramsey or something like that but he started out the the thing uh he said do you know why the rear view mirror in your car is so small because it's in the past. Don't focus on the past. You can glimpse on it to see what's back there. But don't focus on it. The windshield is nice and big because that's what's in the future. And I'm paraphrasing because I didn't hear the whole speech and I'm sure that I heard it out of context. But I'm still like, that's a great analogy. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah, no, 100%. That's the right way to look at it. But most people 
aren't most of our uh, elected officials aren't that aggressive or assertive with their pasts to put that in the front, right? If, if let's say, let's say Bill Clinton came out and he was one of the better ones. So, right. Where he's like, yeah, look, Hey, I did not inhale. I tried it, but if I could do it again, I would see that here's yeah. But here's my thing with that. Again, we can play devil's advocate all day, but you don't inhale is bullshit to me. You put it to your mouth. That's the key is I did it. Doesn't matter if you inhaled or you didn't. You did it. Look, cool. You can Will Smith said it, you know, it's just for the look. He didn't light it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know? Yeah, I, you can walk around. You could literally you could walk around with a joint hanging out of your mouth, unlit, and you are not doing drugs. No, but that's according why according to possession. that mentality. No, yeah, that mentality of I just I I was just doing it for the look is completely stupid. You either did it or you didn't. I don't know. So, there may be some gray area there. You don't know what the but, intent was. You got to think, nineteen ninety nine when Will Smith was on his own doing his own thing. Was it cool? to walk around with an unlit cigar in your mouth. Was it ever cool? No, it's it's no, it's never cool to do it. <laughs> it's not. I get it. But that's how you twist it. Oh, somebody didn't like the fact that I did that. Well, hey man, right. like here's 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 the justifiable excuse. Instead of just being like yeah, it probably just wasn't the right look, made a stupid choice, wouldn't do it again, and then stick to it. Well, yeah. You know, but there were other things that were going on there. And there's, there's a million things. You're never going to change the mentality. You just never will. I, I tell people this all the time at work. Sometimes something is going to go wrong. Something is going to get missed. Something is going to get just be forgotten. And sometimes it's not your fault. If it is your fault, just take ownership of it. Be like, yep, totally fucked that one up, screwed the pooch, whatever. Sometimes it's not your fault, but it's better for the cause, for the group to just be like, yep, my fault, I'll fix it. Just to accept ownership. Accept ownership and drive on. Don't dwell on it. Oh, well, I... uh, uh, I swear I sent this email, but the email, my I, I I can't find it in my email, but I sent it. Like, if it's not in your email, you didn't send it, bro. Oh, agreed. Going back to the original question, though, right? Like, the government shut down and how it affects us. Well, yeah. it affects us on many levels, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's affecting me financially while these fuckers are on vacation, not doing their jobs. What do they need a vacation for? It reminds me of Seinfeld when uh, Costanza's like, I'm going on vacation. And Jerry's like, who goes on vacation? What do you need, a break from getting up at 10? You don't have a job. Right, right. <laughs> you know? It's part of the package deal, right? Does, do you, does your state, because we have federal holidays off, right? Yeah. Does your state give the day before 
or the day after a federal holiday off? No. Yeah. So at one point in time, we did. And people, like, we lost that. And people were like, well, why don't we get the day before this holiday off? Or the day after, depending on where that lands. It's like, you already get X amount of days of leave per year. And you don't even use that. Why would I give you more time off? Right. You know, I think if everybody managed their leave, maybe they'd be like, yeah, you guys do deserve another day off. No, people use their leave all willy-nilly and whatever, then they don't have it. Yeah. Um. So the government shut down, yeah, it, it, like I said, it. It's kind of a crazy thing, and they, they always make a policy for us, you know, like, okay, in case of a government shutdown, this these are the steps, depending on if you're, uh, you know, technician, AGR, ADOS, whatever, da-da-da-da, uh, you know, and they're like, well, you might not get paid. And that's the part that scares me the most uh, is not getting paid because I do have bills to pay. And so I guess that's why I always tell people that, you know, save some money for that instance. But could you imagine if, and I'm sorry, cause you, you want to go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I got this. Could you imagine if the government actually did shut down for, let's just say 60 days, 60 days, government shut down, uh, DOD employees are not getting paid for 60 days. And in some cases they're still being told to get up and go to work. Yep. To me, that's just like, I, I can't imagine that happening by any means, but boy, if it did, that'd be hard for a lot of people. So what I would do is the day they start paying me again, that starts my clock. They are getting 60 days of me sitting on my ass, not doing fuck all for them. Uh, I'm just going to sit there and collect the check. Well, I don't know how it works in the tech world, but in the full time world, theoretically, you'll you'll get you, you will get back paid for that time. Right. Usually. Historically. I said I have personally have not seen it not happen. Right, but that's different administrations, etc. We don't know what uh the guy, the ice cream eating guy in the White House is gonna do. Yeah, we never do. I don't know that he knows. They never do. So I'm saying is that, yes, in the past we've gotten back pay, but going forward, we don't know. We don't know that to be true. What would that do to your, just your uniformed service members if they went two months without pay and then government's back up and running and we're going to start paying you again? Oh, by the way, we're not going to pay you for the previous two months. I don't know. I, I can tell you how I imagine it, but. Well, right. But who's going to want to go to work and not and, and be productive when the government just gave you the told you to Bohica? Sure. Sure. But well, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to say. Deuces, imagine, deuces. Yeah. You're going to say, hey, I can't sit here and work for free. I'm going to go out and get a job in the civilian world and just. Deuces, you're right. I don't know. The best the best government program you can be on, ladies and gentlemen in the listening audience, run for office. 
run for office. You take taxpayers' money, and you don't do a damn thing. But that, okay, that's not what you're supposed to do. If you want to be... Oh, my God. This is not where I wanted this episode to go, my friend. I did not. Uh, no, I just... Yeah, it, it's 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 crazy to me. Uh, and, and, hey, if you are the type of person that thinks things are messed up and you can make it a difference, you can make it better, put yourself in those shoes. So I will tell you what I do. What I do is every election... I don't care. I don't vote for a party. I vote for whoever the guy in office isn't. Sorry, I'm looking. I got the lights reflecting off my glasses. No, you're fine. And it looks like I have fire coming out of my nostrils. You're fine. You're fine. No, I, so, uh, you know. If you don't like it, contact your senators. <laughs> I don't know why you would. CR said this on a podcast with 48 <laughs> listeners yeah and and if if i don't have 48 laughs then we're just we're doing this wrong yeah <laughs> anywho God. let's end this shit show we have a couple days uh, yeah. to edit. you have a couple days to edit this because you're gonna edit this one right i hope so yeah i hope so too might just compress the file and send it who knows <laughs> You do you, boo. Bring out the buffer. See how it shines. Uh, I typically do a pretty good job making chicken salad out of this stuff. So <laughs> I can make a good Subway tuna salad. There ain't no fish in it, but it's tuna salad. That's right. All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Let's close this uh, shit show down. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we're still here for the next episode. We'll be here. Just be a EFM underground. <laughs> I don't know. Stop rooting, my friends. It works. <laughs> <laughs>